Hi, I'm Peter Malouk. Welcome to A Thousand Miles from Wall Street. I'm here with Chrissy Napke and Annie Rogers, two of our uh, very best estate planning attorneys here at Creative Planning Legal. Thanks for being with us again. Thanks for having us. Thanks. You're very popular on the podcast, so I'm very, very excited you're, you're back here. We're a good team. Never thought like <laughs> you are. So today we're going to talk about tangible personal property, which is just a fancy way of saying real stuff. You know, when people do wills and trusts, they're giving away their, their investment accounts, their brokerage accounts, their bank accounts, their houses. But if you've got jewelry or... Uh, family heirlooms. Yeah, exactly. You know. that, that stuff, um, sometimes that's the stuff families fight about. So share with us a little bit of best practices, client experiences you've had around that. So this is often one of those things that people don't think too much about, but honestly causes the most problems in the end because everybody thinks they should have mom's wedding ring or um, dad's expensive watch. Including the sister-in-law. Exactly. (laughs) And everybody always thinks, hey, it has more sentimental value to me. Me and dad, you know, that picture over the fireplace, we always sat there and read books. So I get the picture over the fireplace. And so it's these things. We take care of all these huge amounts of brokerage accounts and we can split those a third, a third, a third. We can do whatever we need to do with money. But honestly, you can't split a ring in half. You can't cut a picture in half. And so you can use what are called tangible personal property memorandums. And so you, as the person that owns these also items. Also known as a list. Yes. Yeah. yeah literally. <laughs> or a le- yeah, letter to um, the trustee. Exactly. Um, or executor. And make sure that if you know you want one of the kids to have a certain item, it doesn't even have to be a kid. It can be a grandson. It can be a neighbor. It a can best be friend. anybody. Yeah. Um, And you can leave a list of where these important items should go. And if you're married, you can even dictate whether that happens when you pass away or when both of you are gone. If it's a piece of jewelry, it might be when you die. If it's a piece of furniture, like an antique that your spouse might be using, it might be after you're both gone. So, you know, you can be uh, specific about those things, too. It, uh, you know... It is easier sometimes if you think there are things that your children are going to fight over if you dictate what they get. If they want to trade, they can. But if you have three nice pieces of jewelry and you think they both want the same one, you can you can designate that. And it doesn't even have to be valuable. Sometimes these things are just sentimental. Um, or sometimes people do it just to be funny. You know, my paralegal, Emily, she has this funny story on her list. She has one thing. Um, she has this antique clown head cookie jar in her kitchen that her son Jack um, who's 20, 21 maybe now um, thinks is really creepy so every time he would go into her kitchen he would turn it around so that he couldn't see it and I've seen it, it is kind of creepy it's like, (laughs) (laughs) clowns creep me out but um, (laughs) but she left that to him, that's the only thing on her list, she thinks that'll be really funny when she dies that he gets that and that he'll get a kick out of that so you can get creative with your yeah, you know what I've always told my clients is a lot of people think everybody cares about all their stuff. And I tell them, you know what? Your kids are going to gather all the stuff in a pile and auction it off. You're, you know, you would not want to see it. But there are in a lot of families either one thing or 15 things that people will have knocked down drag outs over and wind up destroying families right. it's not as they fight it. for the rest of their lives over stuff you would never Ever I, when I did probate litigation, um, I had two sisters that fought over a single gold wedding band, and they spent $13,000 litigating who got that piece of jewelry. Yeah, I totally believe that. I've got I, at least half a dozen stories, top of mind, of siblings that don't talk to each other. I mean, parents think their, their kids uh, love each other, and usually it's the parents keeping them together. And when you pull those parents out of the picture and you replace them with 
things that have sentimental value or, or monetary value, it causes a, a lot of division, especially if you have other spouses sibling. involved. Uh, sibling uh, rivalry you know. that kind of pent up resentment and grief, you know, yeah. they it doesn't always bring out people's best um, characteristics. characteristics when they're... <laughs> well, I know you do this day in and day out, but what a lot of people don't think about is the last thing your kids are going to read from you is the will or your, your trust. Right. And so you want to make sure that if there's something sentimental, you've made it clear. And if you don't want to address it, if you've got three daughters that all want your wedding ring, you say, you can just say on the list, I want there to be a roll of dice. And the person who gets the highest number gets to pick first. And then you go through the 20, top 20 items right. that way. Exactly. And, and just have something that removes any potential for conflict. So that's the biggest thing I think our clients struggle with is, should I have a conversation now or should I just wait for the will or trust to explain what I want to do? Either way works. It's just making sure what you want is clear to them. Because typically the sisters will say, well, mom told me this and no, mom told me this. And so if mom actually had a conversation or had it written down somewhere, there'd be no argument as to what it was. Yeah, that's the best advice. So one with that. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, Annie. Thanks. Thanks. This commentary is provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Past performance of any market results is no assurance of future performance. The information contained herein has been obtained from sources deemed to be reliable but is not guaranteed.